down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. Oh, you! As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Says, oh my god. I'm your Huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Rolling this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? It's over, Johnny. It's over! All right, folks, we are streaming. We are alive. That is according to OBS, we are. I'm hoping we are. Let's double check that real quick. Yes, we are. We are streaming. We are live. We are on YouTube. And I... Folks, how's it going? I am David Richardson. Hope everybody's doing good on this Sunday night. This, of course, is Hollywood Hangout. I'm going to be, uh, obviously, if you couldn't tell by the picture, I'm going to be talking some uh, movie villains tonight. Um, been wanting to do this one for a while. I don't think I've ever, or we, me, Anthony, me, Smart, I don't think any of us have ever done a uh, movie villains uh, show. So this should be actually pretty fun. I'm actually looking forward to doing this. I've got, of course, movies I've seen. I know uh, I pulled this picture up, but not these are not all of my uh, my movie villains. Some of them are on here, um, but we'll definitely go through some of these. And um, I guess I sort of put them in my top ten in ranking order and all that good stuff. Pretty much they are. I mean, I I, I guess I could. Uh, I could go with it if you if you really made me do it. I could go with the uh, the list, so uh, we'll definitely go for the go for that right there. And um, all right, so what we're gonna do is uh, I don't know. I should probably shouldn't have just come out of the shower and started the show, but whatever. It is what it is, right? So anyway, um, yeah, gonna be talking movie villains tonight. I've only got like I said, it's top ten. And uh, going to be going through a few of my favorite movie villains, basically. I know it's selfish, but hey, my show, I'm going to talk my favorite movie vill villains of movies I've seen, movies I enjoy, movies I've even talked about, and a couple we've reviewed on this show um, that we're going to get into. So uh, I guess we can go ahead and start with the uh, movie villains. Don't forget, though, guys, of course, you guys can always check me out Wednesday nights also, me and Smark. We'll be on the wrestling outlet. We'll be talking uh, wrestling. Makes sense, right? Um, I completely forgot to put my whole background picture behind me. Tell y'all what, give me one second here. Let me see if I can get that working while we're just sitting around here for a second. I did have a little background picture to put up there. If I can find it real quickly. It was in here. Where did it go? Do -do 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 -do. I love when I do this. Don't you guys love when I do this? I know you do. I know you do. You have to. Let me see one thing here. I don't know where it went. I don't know where it went. 
Interesting. But that's okay. I think I've got one in my downloads. I do have one in my downloads. So let's put that here. Let's see what that's going to look like here. That is gigantic. So we will shrink that down. Hope you guys can't, uh, you guys shouldn't be able to see this. But you can probably. <laughs> I'll bet you can actually. So, no, maybe not. Maybe you can't. I don't know. Maybe, but uh, probably not. So give me one sec. Let me get this shrunk down where it needs to be. Stretched out where it needs to be. All right. So there we go right there. And then I need to get this and I need to put my camera where it needs to be, which I can do that in just a second here. Let me drop this down. Oh, yeah, I know I should have done this before I started the show. But hey, I did this quick. My kids were on their way to bed. What do you want me to do? So here we go. Actually, the other picture was supposed to work, but for some reason it's not working. So here we go. That's a little better right there. Then we go down to my little video camera capture device. We unlock me. We bring me down just a touch here. So there you go. We're right there in the movies. What do y'all think about that? There we go. Right there in the movies. All right. There we go. Anyway, so uh, all right. Once again, now we're back to where we were supposed to be. Movie villains, folks going to go back talk some movie villains i'm going to take me a little swig here all right so we're going to get to movie villains right now um and again i feel like i basically did get these down to my top 10 in numerical order obviously we're going to go from 10 up to number one or in the camera it would be 10 up to whatever um but anyway let's go ahead and get this rolling folks Let's start this off. Uh, I almost feel like I need a drum roll or something. We don't need a drum roll. Let's get into this. All right. We're going to start right now. Here we go. Boom. That's it. We are going to start right there. We're going to start with Training Day. That's right. Detective Alonzo Harris, played by Denzel Washington in Training Day. Um... This was a pretty evil character if you really think about it. Now, you know, if you think about movie villains and kind of what you would kind of think of as a movie villain, you would just think a plain old bad guy. And that's, I mean, if you really think about this character, he was a bad guy. He was a corrupt cop. Uh, this movie was Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Scott Glenn was in it. Uh, Scott Glenn I talked about. Uh, during the episode of uh, Urban Cowboy, he played Wes, so talked about him then. But you know, it, this was a really evil character. I mean, this guy got his partner, <coughs> made his partner do drugs, left his partner to die, went to kill his partner, set up his partner. I mean, his partner was about to get fucking raped and fucking killed, cut up like a goddamn scene in fucking Scarface. <clears throat> so, if you really think about it, this was an evil fucking character, um, and just a great movie villain. Now, villain in in general. Now, obviously, we've got uh, you know these guys. They were in L.A. and they were you know he was kind of warning them. Listen, yeah, you know, kind of schooling this rookie, and he's like, you know, you might have to break a few laws in order to, you know, bend a few rules in order to get the law, you know, to work in your favor here. But um, I don't know. I will say, I mean, Denzel Washington, though, uh, my God, known for this movie, known for um, Jesus Christ back in the 90s. This guy was doing everything. He was in uh, Fallen. He was in The Bone Collector, The Hurricane. Remember The Titans, John Q, uh, Man on Fire, Philadelphia, Huge, uh, Ricochet. Um, I mean, from 1990, I would say even 1989 on, I mean, yeah, I would say right around 88, 89, but really in the nineties, he, he had steady work. I mean, three or four movies a year going, uh, literally three movies a year, almost religiously. Uh, let's see, 1993, four movies, 1995. All right. He skipped 1994. He had so many movies coming out. 1995, he had three. 1996, he had two. 1997, he had two. Uh, 1998, he had three. 1999, two. And then uh, kind of started picking and choosing his roles a little bit, which uh, 
was very good, which, um, I mean, he still has, you know, the Equalizer 3 is supposedly filming right now, coming out in 2023. So that'll be one other thing that uh, we'll see him in. But uh, this character was just a very evil son of a bitch. But I, I, I really like this movie. I mean, of course, it's a cop movie. I always am a fan of cop movies. We all know this right there. Um, just the way it goes for me. I don't know. I, I, I like the cop movies. Nothing I can say, nothing I can do. I do. I like the cop movies. But uh, I think um, th- th- this is just one of the, like I said, just such a good character. Um, this one is right here. But, I mean, Denzel Washington just been in so many movies, so many dramas, um, very, very great dramatic actor, as well as action star. But when it comes to the drama movies, that's really where I feel he's just, he's among a very few handful that can just pull off the, the tears, the, the, the level of acting that it takes to do some of those roles. And he's one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best. So uh, just a great, great movie. Great, great character, but also a a really good uh, movie villain, um, I think, to start with. So there you go right there with that. So I guess from there we can uh, we can move on. I I, kind of think you guys kind of see where I'm going with some of these now, the direction I'll be heading in. No, it's not all cop movies. I promise you it's not all cop movies. I do have a few more cop movies in here. Uh, I'm not going to lie. But no, it's not all cop movies. So don't uh, have no fear about that. I promise you it's not. Uh, that's not the case here. But um, actually, there is a good amount of cop movies. But I promise not all, not all, not all. Um, this is a movie we've talked about many times. We've talked about uh, greatest scenes. We've talked about uh, things like that. Some of the most intense scenes in uh, movies. We've played this scene um, and talked about this movie and this actor more than once. So uh, here we go. going to start with this right here. Bam. The movie 7. Actually, I meant to hit this picture right here. The movie 7. Uh, Brad Pitt, Gwyneth Paltrow, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Spacey. Um, Kevin Spacey is another one of those uh, actors... Uh, known for doing mostly dramatic parts, has played a few comedic roles, but most of the time he is, you know, that serious actor um, that does a lot of uh, a, a lot of those roles. But he's done, you know, I mean, K-Pax was one of his more weird roles. Pay It Forward, a very dramatic movie. Uh, the Negotiator, uh, action, great movie, Outbreak. Um, great thriller, dramatic, uh, dramatic thriller, I would call that. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, another movie we've talked about and definitely played some clips from. Uh, that is an incredible movie. One night I will dig deep, deep into that movie and be happy to do it. Um, but uh, definitely Kevin Spacey is another one of those actors that, like I said, can just take some of those dramatic roles and uh, do incredible at them. And then go right from there and play, uh, you know, just some very, very good, even comedic actors. Um, he's done he's done both, but he usually plays that either the dramatic or a villain very, very well. We have this movie where he played the, the villain. We have uh, The Usual Suspects where he did mostly verbal, but we do find out at the end of the movie he was Kaiser Sose. Um so a great, great film right there. And just been in a ton of other things. Recently, he was in Billionaire's Boys Club. But in the movie Seven, he plays a character called John Doe. And in this movie, we've got Morgan, like I said, Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kevin Spacey, um, and many more in this movie. But the, those are the ones we're going to be obviously focusing on throughout this movie. Um, but yeah, it's obviously literally what this guy is doing is he's going through the seven deadly sins and he is killing people 
in those fashions. Gluttony, the guy ate to death. Uh, greed, he, everything he did, he forced them to be what they were. Sloth, wrath, pride, lust, everything. Um, he was setting up the murders to reenact the, 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 the seven deadly sins. So it, just an incredible movie. It's the, you know, the whole movie with, uh, you know, what's in the, what's in the box, ah, what's in the box. We've played that scene. We've played that whole thing, but he plays John Doe and this right here, this little uh, picture I've got here is the scene where he goes in and uh, turns himself in after the seventh murder. Well, not the sixth murder is after he turns himself in. Um, the last murder, obviously, is the head of Brad Pitt's wife. I'm sorry if I just ruined the movie for anybody. I apologize. It's been a while. If you haven't seen it by now, you should. But you see in this scene, he has the he, he cut off all his uh, fingerprints, which is why his fingers are all taped up. Crazy, crazy guy, crazy movie. Um, and, and like I said, Kevin Spacey can really take a lot of these just roles that I, I, I got to tell you, I don't think a lot of people could play uh, some of the characters he does play off the uh, as well as he does. Um, listen, I know he's had a few accusations. I'm not, that's not what I'm on this show to do is get into that stuff. Unless, I mean, I'm not doing a new show here or anything. That's not what I'm here for. I am here to talk about the movies, the actors, and this character here was an evil, evil son of a bitch. Um, just what he did to Brad Pitt, the fact that he turned himself in, the fact that he showed no remorse in anything that he did to any um, any of his victims, just shows you right there just the kind of character he, uh, he, he you know, what kind of, you know, sick fuck he was. So, but uh, just as movie villains go, I would definitely put him Pretty oh excuse me pretty high up there. Um most definitely. But yeah, I I've always I'm, this is a movie that like I said, I it's it's usually up there with scenes. It's a really great movie and the, the premise behind it is good. The acting in it is great by everyone in it. I mean, fucking you know, Morgan Freeman, fucking powerhouse, Kevin Spacey, like I said, powerhouse of an actor. Um Brad Pitt. Even just, you know, another great actor, you know, so. And in this time when this movie came out, this was definitely the, the, all these actors in this movie were powerhouses. Everybody in this movie was pretty much a fucking powerhouse that I had mentioned. Uh, Paltrow, Freeman, Brad Pitt, um, all of them pretty much were. So, but yeah, Kevin Spacey just in this role was absolutely amazing. And uh number 9 on my uh on my villain list if you guys will. So uh all right. I guess we keep rolling a little bit with uh a few of these right here. Um we'll go ahead and get to number 8. That's what we'll go ahead and do number 8 on my list of uh movie villains, greatest movie villains. We're going to go ahead and go right here to this movie. Um, funny, we just mentioned Scott Glenn. This is a movie that Scott Glenn is also in. Uh, Scott Glenn's in a lot of movies, folks. I don't know if you know that. Um, but, uh, obviously we are talking Silence of the Lambs right there. For those of you not on YouTube, um, talking Silence of the Lambs though. We have Jodie Foster in this movie, Anthony Hopkins, Scott Glenn in this movie as well as the uh, FBI agent trying to hunt this man down. Um, or that did hunt this man down, trying to keep him hunted down. Oh, excuse me, folks. Um, but uh, we've got Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter in this movie. And, oh my Lord, if you want to talk creepy, creepy creepy character this one is it anthony hopkins i mean if we're talking about powerhouse actors we definitely 
can definitely bring up Anthony Hopkins. This guy is absolutely unbelievable when it comes to acting. Um, tons of movies to his to his credit, but this is usually what he's known for playing these dramatic, uh, evil type of roles. Um, I mean, playing Hannibal Lecter, it's kind of an, one thing he's kind of known for. He has done a few of the, doesn't really do comedic roles, but he has done some roles um, that are a little bit funnier. He was in Bad Company with uh, Chris Rock, which is a really, really fucking good movie uh, if you've never seen it. So, you know, he has done some pretty funny roles, but uh, most known for these type of either evil roles or um, just dramatic roles. Um, or being one of the guys from the from the medieval times, also, uh, pretty much that's kind of what he's kind of known for. All three of those little things, but uh, was in Hitchcock in 2012. Um, but Hannibal Lecter, mostly, I would say mostly what this man is known for. Um, and man, you guys want to talk about a great character? I mean, just. Just the way they bring this guy into the room when you first see him. Just this with the fucking mask on, you know. Uh, he, he breaks out and, the, you know, he rips off a guy's face. He bites his nose off. He, this guy's a fucking cannibal. I, I mean, this guy should be on every list of evil movie guys. If you want to talk movie villains... I would say Hannibal Lecter should be up there on your list of uh, of movie villains. This guy is absolutely just, this, you know, plays a sick fuck, and then, you know, in the in, in at the end of the movie, ends up getting out, and uh, they don't they don't catch him. But I mean, we ends up in doing the Red Dragon, the Hannibal movie. But this character always lives on as uh, I think one of the greatest movie villains. I, I think most people have this character on their list when you think of movie villains. Um, I think this character right here is somewhere uh, on everyone's list. Um, if you're doing a top 10, he should be, on, should be up there on your list, obviously. So, But uh, Anthony Hopkins, just a great actor. And um, there you go, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get to a couple more. This is kind of, see, I'm, I'm finally getting to one that's not a cop movie. I got like two or three here, not police movies. Um, so be happy about that, folks, I guess. Um, let's go ahead and get to this one right here, though. That's right, Terminator 2. <clears throat> Judgment Day, that is exactly what I'm actually going to be talking about right now. Get rid of a few of these things here on my screen, though, if you don't mind. Don't need this one. And we don't need this one. So, yeah, basically when we get to this one, I'm going to be talking about the T-1000 from Terminator 2 that is going to be played by Robert Patrick. Um, now, this was a bit of an early role, actually, for... Uh, <laughs> for Robert Patrick, he really hadn't done a ton of things up until now. Um, he had done a few small things. Um, as of then, I mean, the guy does have 168 credits to his name. So, was it like he just rolled in one day and started acting in Terminator movies? That wasn't exactly how it went. He had done many, many, many small things. Um, before that, uh, actually, he had done uh, Equalizer 2000, Warlords from Hell, Beyond Enemy Lines. He was even in Die Hard 2. <laughs> he was even in Die Hard 2 for a little quick moment. Um, he wasn't in there very long. Uh, that was in 1990. A year later came Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And that is really when, I mean, really that is when his career exploded. Um, he started getting a lot of things after that movie, Fire in the Sky, 1993, Last Action Hero, movie we've uh, reviewed on this show, uh, Double Dragon, um, kept going from there. He was in Striptease, he was in Rosewood, he was in Copland, 
um, a, a great movie. It was Sylvester Stallone. Um, he even was in The Sopranos for three episodes. Um, but he's just done a lot of great, great, great roles. Um, he was in Walk the Line. He was in he was in the Marine. <laughs> of course, he was. God damn it. And he was in a great TV show from 2006 to 2009 called The Unit. Uh, I've talked about this show before. Really, really great show. Um, about a uh, military unit that doesn't exist. But this was an early, early, early role for him. Definitely. Um, his career has obviously blown up since then. Like I said, he's got 168 roles to his name. Um, but yeah, he was in the John Cena Marine. Absolutely, he was. I'm looking at it right now. He was in that, um, so that was the first Marine. And he was also in The Faculty. That's a good movie. That's up there on one on my list. I like that movie. I do. It's a good little cheesy movie I, I do enjoy. And I did not realize that was him in Double Dragon, but I do realize who he was. He was Koga. All right. Did not realize that. But uh, this guy is another great movie villain, though. I mean, just what he was doing, just the fact that he could mold into anything, shape into anything, just and didn't care who he fucking killed. He wanted to kill Edward Furlong, John Connor, in this movie and was going to go do whatever he had to do to do it. Um. So this was, like I said, one of the... You know, you don't find many sequels that are better than the first one. I know some people would definitely argue with me on this. Some people to the fucking death would argue with me on this. But uh, I think this one actually ended up being a better movie. I think the CGI was better or the, what, you know, the special effects in this movie were more up to date. Um, just a better movie. I really thought this was a, one of the one of the sequels that was a better movie than the original. Um, they were able to do a lot more with the T one thousand with Robert Patrick, and he just had this great look for playing it. I mean, he just looked like this. He just had this militant robotic robot look to him, and I mean, he never said a word throughout the movie. Never said one word. You know, everyone else did, did the speaking for him. He never said a word, never had to. It was just a great, great movie villain. This, Like I said, this guy would stop at nothing to take out, not only John Connor, but to take out fucking Schwarzenegger's character, Terminator. So, you know, we got uh, the roles reversed in this thing that, you know, we had Schwarzenegger, the good guy in this Terminator, so... Really great movie, but I really thought the T-1000 just played a great movie villain. Like I said in... Excuse me, folks. It's just the, just the actual fact that he would stop at absolutely nothing to take out who the... I mean, he was driving in that fucking truck taking out anyone that got in his goddamn way. He killed the kid's step-parents or foster parents. He just killed everybody. It didn't matter. I mean, and killed them brutally, too. Didn't fuck around. I mean, that one twin kid guy put the fucking put his finger right through his eye. That's 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 good movie villain shit right there, folks. I don't know if you know that, but it is. So, all right. So there we go with that. Like I said, I really feel that this was uh, this was a really good movie here. So uh, we can go ahead and go through that right there. And all right. Let's keep this bad boy rolling, folks. Let's keep going. I mean, I guess if we're going to be talking movies, we're going to be talking villains. Who better? <laughs> I think y'all know where I'm going with this one here. You, uh, Anyone who's watching this on YouTube. I'm talking about the Back to the Future f trilogy. And I'm, I mean, some of you may think I'm... I'm not pushing, putting Christopher Lloyd as a villain here, folks. I wouldn't do that. Not Crispin Glover, not that character. No, 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 no. You guys know where I'm going with this. Biff Tannen. This is from Back to the Future 2. Uh, Biff Tannen was uh, a character uh, in, in these movies. A good character in these movies. Um, 
played by Thomas F. Wilson or Tom Wilson, according uh, depending on when he was in the movie. Uh, the name changed over the over time. So, um, but uh, this character was one way or another in every Back to the Future. Obviously, the Back to the Future trilogy, um, a great little a great little thing. Um, like I said, I watched these a few weeks ago, and my my nine year old watched every one of them with me and loved them. So, mm. sorry, folks, I needed that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, but definitely wanted to get Biff Tannen in here now. Thomas, uh, Thomas Wilson is known for pretty much for that character, but um, has done a few more things. He's got 146 credits to his name. You probably... Don't realize it, but you do know his voice more than anything. Um, he was recently as this year, he was in Spidey and his amazing, amazing friends. He was the Sandman voice, uh, SpongeBob. He's Patrick's dad. He's uh, one of the villains. He's been in 15 episodes. Tony Fast, Stranger, Dog Walker. He's a lot of the voices. He's on The Patrick Show as a voice. Uh, Cecil Starr, crowd voice, all kinds of things. But he's been in a lot of things. And again, he does a lot of voices that um, that you might not even recognize him from. Because obviously all you're hearing is his voice. But he's definitely done a lot of, uh, a lot of voices. Actually in... Uh, Trending Day TV series. He was actually in that in 2017. So uh, he was in the School of Rock TV series. Like he didn't do a lot of actual movies, but he's done a lot of television, uh, TV series, um, things like that. It was in one episode of Boston Legal. Guy's been in many things, but definitely was even in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie in 2004. Guy's done a lot of voices in a lot of things. So you've definitely heard the guy uh, in a few things there. But, um, you know, great villain, though, just for the fact that this guy showed up in, like I said, he was in all three movies some way, somehow, in some character. But in, actually, this was the, uh, was this the first one or the second one? This was the... This was the second one, yeah, because in the second one, he, yeah, 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 because he, he actually went to the future, future. Um, this was the second one right here. This picture was in where he's got the, the helmet on. This is, I guess, how they expected us to dress right around these times. Um, still waiting on real hoverboards, aren't you guys? I am. I don't know about you. But, uh, <laughs> so, but just, it, it, and especially in this one, he played a great character. Uh, just because uh, in the second one he played a great character because of what he he was in that one a lot more. He took over the casino, he built the casino, and uh, you know he had the sports almanac and he was doing the bets and everything. But that one he was really a great, yeah, a great villain. I mean, he even tried to fucking kill uh, Michael J. Fox's character Marty in that movie more than once. Um, but I definitely think that uh, this is another one that if you're really thinking of movie villains, even though these movies are all, you know, comedy, I guess comedy, thriller, action, um, this character should be up there on people's list um, as one of the greater movie villains um, and lasted throughout the, tri the, the trilogy, even the one where they went back west, he was... You know, I, I forget what he, what the character he played, but he was even in that one where he played the cowboy. He, he's been in all of the movies, and did, rightfully so. The character was great um, from the whole time on. Uh, so, all right. Um, but, yeah, definitely thought that this was one that needed to be uh, on that list somewhere. Definitely liked this character. Um and I guess we can go ahead and kind of uh, 
roll on from there. I know, folks, this, no, this is not going to be a very long show, and I knew it wasn't going to be, but uh, I have a very busy week up ahead of me here. Uh, my wife's going to be in a wedding this weekend, so I have a lot of stuff to do between tonight, tomorrow, and the next few. Next few days are going to be very busy for me, so uh, I'm going to get what I can done uh, tonight, though. But um going to keep rolling with this bad boy, and I think uh, this is another one that should be up there on a lot of people's lists. Um, I'm going with the Karate Kid here now. I know a lot of people would argue, oh, he's going to call Daniel the villain finally. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. Daniel might have... That's uh, that's for a whole nother show. <laughs> that's that's for another show right there. We might do that. Uh, we might call Daniel the bully in another show, uh, or the villain in another show, but not this one. Not this one. Not this one. Um, we've got to go with uh, when you're talking about the Karate Kid. What a fucking Great movie. I love these movies too. I, I like all these movies. I even like the one with Hilary Swank, The Next Karate Kid. I even like that movie. I have not watched Cobra Kai. I apologize, but I haven't. Um, but I love the original Karate Kid movie. Number one, Elizabeth Shue is in it. I love me some Elizabeth Shue. She is very, very hot. So, always had a crush on her. Pat Morita obviously was in these movies. It was Miyagi, uh, Ralph Macchio, Daniel DeRusso was in these movies. And we had Martin Cove in these movies who played Crease or John Crease as we later became, uh, he later became known to us in a few of these movies. Uh, obviously, standing right there beside him is uh, William Zabka who played Johnny. Um, this guy played the same character pretty much in every movie. But uh, Martin, Martin, uh, Martin, John Kreese, or, um, or Martin Cove. John Kreese is another one of those great characters, though, that was just... He was a really evil son of a bitch, especially not, not as much in the first one. He was just kind of, a, kind of a prick in the first one, but when it comes down to the other... I got to teach my wife to close doors, close quieter. When it comes down to uh, the, 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 the second one, uh, he just really becomes an aggressive prick. And then, you know, even when it goes to the uh, later ones, but, you know, where he, I believe in the fourth one, technically, you know, he comes back to life. They think he's dead, but he's, you know, he's not dead. And they're fucking with Daniel's head. Uh, that's the one where they're over in Okinawa. It's not a bad one either. Um, I like that one. But he is another great character. He's, you know, like I said, he just fucks with people's heads. And if you really think about the first one, the guy is just a fucking prick. You know, the whole, you know, show no mercy, blah, blah, blah. Just, just being a complete fucking asshole throughout the fucking whole movie. And throughout the rest of the movies, we see this guy in. So, once again, man, I just think this guy is just another one who belongs on a lot of people's uh, little little lists of movie bad guys. But Martin Cove hasn't been in a ton of stuff at all. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm sorry. Let me. Uh, this was the wrong guy. I'm thinking of here. Two hundred and twenty nine credits to this guy. Uh, the Expendables, we're going back to, I mean, it just keeps going. I didn't realize he'd been in this many movies. I guess we just don't really recognize him anymore. But uh, he was in the Expendables movie. Uh, he was in Joker's Wild. He was in Assassin X. He's been in the Goldberg TV series. Uh, Bloodlands. Oh, my Lord, this guy. He was in a wrestler. Um, oh, my God, I have to see this movie. Hold on a minute, folks. This movie is called A Wrestling Christmas Miracle. Okay, it's not what I thought it was. All right, it's amateur-style wrestling. <laughs> it's got Gilbert Gottfried and Michael Winslow. Oh, my God. And Jimmy Walker. 
JJ, Jimmy Walker, Todd Bridges. <laughs> oh my God, this movie has got to be seen and reviewed, folks. Uh, I've, I've got to put this in my bookmarks or something. Bookmarks, my podcast bookmark. Yeah, there we go. Podcast. Mark this movie. This movie is from 2020. This might have to be talked about. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about this movie. Let's see what it says. Stupid crooks hold the only copy of a youth's favorite movie for ransom while his father's away in Africa staging a, staging a wrestling-based coup. Yeah, we're going to have to check this movie out, folks. Matter of fact, I'll do it for you so you don't have to. How's that sound? I will check out this movie for you. Like I said, we've got Michael Winslow, Gilbert Gottfried, Jimmy Walker, Todd Bridges. Oh, my Lord, this movie has got to be talked about. All right, we'll give this movie some credit later. Anyway, he's in that. Uh, a movie called Elvis from Outer Space. That definitely might need to be looked at, too. Um, but he's been doing... I mean, this guy has been in so many films. He was in Rambo 2. Uh, I'm sorry. The, uh, yeah, Rambo 2. Um, he was also in right there. Great, great, great characters in most of these movies. Um, but been doing acting since 1971, folks. So it's not uh, definitely not, not uh, unheard of for him to have that many um, credits to his name. Wow. 200 amazing how many credits this guy has but been like i said just been doing stuff since 1971 what do you expect right so but uh yeah rambo first blood part two we played erickson what a great movie sorry folks you got my daughter out there screaming she has not been sleeping lately i don't know uh it's like her time clock is off which last time we had to literally take and stay up for 24 hours with my kid in order to get the time on them. That's kind of how you reset their clock. It was a recommendation from my doctor at the time. So we did it. It actually worked. We might have to do the same thing with her because I was up until about 3.30 in the morning with her trying to get her to bed last night. She slept till about 10. Now she's awake again. So, all right, folks. We're going to keep on rolling a little bit here. We've only got a few more left. See, we got one, two, three. We got four more left, which means we are on. Uh, 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 num- <laughs> I'm, we're on number four, folks. <laughs> all right, come on. My brain's not supposed to work. You guys know that. It's the fucking weekend, all right? Leave me alone. Um, and it's a Sunday, damn it. <sighs> number four. Number four, I'm going to be talking right here, talking a little bit of Matrix. Um, and again, you could be going, I'm not sure who he's bringing into this movie right here. Who could he be talking about? Who could it be? Who could it be now? Um, I'm going to be talking about uh, Agent Smith in this movie, played by Hugo Weaving. Um, great, great character who again, is known for, uh, in these movies, known for kind of just being a uh, evil son of a bitch. Another one that can kind of, almost like Terminator 2, can kind of morph into and become other people, other things in the Matrix. Um, known for, though, uh, he was Elrond, though, in Lord of the Rings, V for Vendetta. Um, done many other things. 98 credits to his name, so... No slouch there. Transformers, he's actually the uh, in the dark of the moon. He is the voice of Megatron. I think he's actually the voice of Megatron in all of them. Um, but he's another one who, well, what used to be the trilogy until they decided to fuck up the trilogy with this new one. Um, all the Matrix movies he was in, and he was an incredible villain in all of them. You thought he was dead between in the first one. But uh, it didn't turn out that way. Um, he came back in the second one. Again, the, in the Matrix. Crazy things can happen in the Matrix. Obviously. But, um, you know, he's got a few things actually coming out now. Uh, 2023. Koala Man. He's a, a 
It's a TV series. He's a voice. The Rooster, obviously, I'm not sure. He plays the Hermit. That could be another voice. Uh, Billy, uh, he's Billy in the Royal Hotel, which is filming now. So he's got a few things going to be coming out in 2023. But in 2021, he was in a TV miniseries called Love Me uh, recently. So that's where you might have seen Hugo weaving lately. But again, he was in the Lord of the Rings movie, um, movies as Elrond. So, uh, you know, you've seen him there. But in The Matrix, he's just one of those guys. Again, he can... He fucked with Neo's head a lot in that movie. Um, let me go ahead and bring up that picture, actually, of Agent Smith. Starting in the first one, he fucked with Neo's head. If you go back to that first one, you know, he, he, he started fucking with him right away. He took his mouth away from him. Uh, he was doing all kinds of little bullshit that, you know, he knew he could do. And he was really in his head and fucked with him a lot but became more powerful throughout the movies and kind of became the number one adversary uh, as of the third one where, you know, that's kind of like the picture I just showed up here where if you look at all of the, you know, they're all him. There was many of him, you know, that he had, that Neo had a fight and um, just, I, I, I think this is another one that needs to be up there when it, comes to all right movie villains who are we going to get to who can we you know who who can we put on a list dude this guy here was just one one of the crazy ones that definitely should be up there and uh i really like that character too i really like that character of the uh, of the agent smith pretty cool pretty cool right there that whole character but um all right folks we're going to keep going here though um, three left, which means we are getting to number three. Okay, three, two, and one are definitely my absolute three, two, and ones. I guess you could really take the ones before and sort of, all right, mix and match a little bit. My three, two, and one are definitely my three, two, and one. Uh, so here we go with my three, my two, and my one. Now, let's start with my third top movie villain of all time. We are looking at Alan Rickman playing Hans Gruber in the uh, first Die Hard. Um, what a great, great character. Cool, calm, calculated doesn't really lose his temper once or twice in the movie he does but that's it very calm very scary we'll just look at you shoot you for no reason i'll tell you what a wasted character in these movies which i wish to god they would have left alive was uh, ellis the annoying guy that went in and you know tried to save john instead ended up screwing him over and then they ended up killing ellis I really think that character could have done them very, very well had they let him stay alive um, in, in, in the movies. But uh, no, he went in, tried to fuck with, uh, with Hans, and Hans blew his fucking brains out because that's the kind of villain Hans Gruber was. Again, you've got another guy who will stop at absolutely nothing to do what he's doing this this heist of the Nakatomi building <coughs> disguised as a terrorist act is, uh, is something he, he wants to get this done. And he will get this done no matter what he has to do. Um, even, you know, when he goes down there and he sees, uh, you know, he, he gets face to face with John McClane, Bruce Willis's character in this movie. You know, he's down there. He changes the accent. He you know, he he knew a guy's name off the board that he was supposed to say, and he was ready to kill him. Except McLean took the took took the bullets out of the gun like a like a smart cop would. So, but I mean, just absolutely another incredible actor. 
Uh, though when it comes to not only playing the villain, he's played comedy, he's done a ton of things. He's been in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He was in Sweeney Todd, Galaxy Quest, uh, Dogma. Don't forget, uh, he was in the Dogma movies. Um, uh, oh my God, so many things this guy has done. But again, another one known for some very, very, very dramatic roles um and i just i i just think this is another one that should be up there in your uh on your list um of great movie villains now we did lose uh, him in 2016 uh but uh he gave us a lot of very very memorable uh roles and just pro just a, a a great great character but i believe when we talk about movie villains this this character of hans gruber definitely needs to be up there i mean enough to where they uh you know hans gruber's brother ended up coming after uh samuel jackson and bruce willis in in die hard with a vengeance or you know die hard 3 i guess you would call it so which you think about it, might have been that might have been the best one out of all all these diehards too. I actually haven't seen the last two. I have not seen the last two diehards, so a uh, little sippy here, folks. Sorry about that. All right. So Hans Gruber, definitely third on my list. But man, what a great character he he is. He plays. It's just incredible to see him doing some of the stuff he does um when he was alive just great characters we have a lot of characters to remember him by um dogma though he was so funny in that movie so definitely check that one out if you haven't seen it all right we're going to number two folks here we go a movie me and anthony did actually review i forget when we did but it was definitely a review on our list uh, that we did. And it is Demolition Man. Um, we have uh, Sylvester Stallone in this movie. We've got Wesley Snipes in this movie. You've got Rob Schneider in this movie. You've got... Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, Dennis Leary is in this movie. You have a ton of people in this movie um and even uh who i was talking about last week uh glenn shaddix who i was talking about uh just last week's yeah you know, on last week's beetlejuice episode uh, he's in this movie but you got a lot of great 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 actors in this movie benjamin brad is in this movie it is a good fun movie but the character played by wesley snipes is a character named Simon Phoenix. And Simon Phoenix is one of the most evil men I've ever seen in a movie. Just another one who will kill... Just just, just the look on his face in the beginning lets you know what an evil son of a bitch he is. But, I mean, he's got the, you know, he's, he's got the blonde hair that's shaved on the sides and the two earrings and you know snipes is a badass anyway that's most definite but the character he plays in demolition man is just absolutely amazing now obviously we know wesley snipes for many of movies uh the blade trilogy um new jack city white men can't jump uh has 71 credits to his name coming to America. He was actually in that movie, uh, the newer one. I'm talking about uh, about about. Um, he does have a lot of move of uh, movies that went after he was released from prison. That went directly to DVD. So you can check out a lot of those on Netflix. You can check out some of those on Tubi, Pluto. They've all got some of those, but uh, he's been in some really good movies. But the but but the best character 
villain he played was when he was in Demolition Man and played that character of Simon Phoenix. Just an absolute madman, willing to kill anything, anybody, anytime. I mean, in the beginning scene, he, no, the beginning sequence, he, you know, ends up killing all the hostages. And, you know, that was 30 people right there. Just a guy who has no problem killing anyone at any time for anything. <clears throat> and again, is going to show no remorse for it. Um, I think that's been a pattern throughout all of our villains in this movie. No remorse. Do whatever you're doing. You know, that that's what a movie villain is supposed to be like. Um, but Wesley Snipes plays this character so great. And uh, him and uh, him and Stallone really have a, a good chemistry in this movie. <coughs> and uh, like I said, we've talked about this movie before. Me and Anthony did a, while, a, a good while back, but... This is definitely one of the greatest movie villains I can think of. When you start getting into, you know, actual villains, uh, what a movie villain is, this guy pretty much checks off all the boxes. Um, just evil son of a bitch. Doesn't mind killing anybody. Just absolutely. He'll get medieval on your ass. I'll tell you that now. So, all right, folks, that brings us to lucky number one. That's right. We're going to go with the last one here. Um, I feel like I need a drum roll again, but we're not going to do it. I'm not going to bother with the drum roll. But anyway, here we go, folks. We're going to talk a little bit of Gangs of New York, a little bit of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day-Lewis, Cameron Diaz also in this movie. How many times we're going to... Uh, didn't we already talk about Cameron Diaz tonight once? No, maybe. No, I don't think so. No, we haven't. Um, so here we go. We are going to talk about her now. A little bit, not that much. But uh, this right here, we want to talk about a great movie. This is it right here. This movie, I've always loved this movie. Um, I believe right now it's actually on Hulu. Uh, if you do want to check it out. Um, but this movie right here, uh, Gangs of New York goes back way back into the times, I believe back into the, uh, early 1900s, uh, 1920s, I believe maybe, but uh, maybe later, I forget when it was, but definitely the early 1900s of when New York was ran by street gangs, you know, just small little groups of people, but gangs, not like we see them now, not Bloods, not Crips, uh, not like we see gangs now, much different, um, much different. They were actually gangs of um, races and uh, religions and stuff like that. Those were gangs back in those days. So one of the best characters, though, one of the best movie villains, uh, if you ask me, the best movie villain, if you really dig into what this guy did, what he was willing to do. I mean, killed a sheriff right in front of, of the, in, in public. Uh, Bill the Butcher. Uh, Bill the Butcher Cutting, played by Daniel Day-Lewis. Now, Daniel Day-Lewis, we all know, is known for incredibly deep method acting uh he gets very into his roles and you know he, he even in this movie i believe he got pneumonia because he just refused to wear a jacket in some in in scenes but the guy has been let, let me put it this way daniel day lewis is one of those actors that you know you know his name you know some roles he's played now you're looking at someone who has been in There Will Be Blood, Last of the Mohicans, Lincoln, Gangs of New York, as we're talking right now. This guy only has 30 credits to his name. But every movie you mention him, 
his name is something that has been talked about uh awards anything it's this is where he his his name gets put um very very powerful movies um you know starting off a lot of his acting was starting off in england even back in the 70s and 80s um and then really didn't do much on in the 90s kind of did a couple of things he did uh 1992 last of the mohicans and he was in age of innocence and then he was in the name of the father the crucible the boxer and then really didn't do anything until gangs of new york um in 2002 and then has a few things but after that but really nothing pending nothing filming nothing announced but for a guy with 30 credits to his name talk about quality over quantity because that man right there has played some great characters but this character uh bill the butcher was unlike any other um Bill the Butcher was basically the ruler of the natives, Americans that have uh, that were here at the time. And, I mean, what he would do, he would just kill you in the street. He didn't care. He, A, a guy was going to hang, and he buys his, uh, the, his mother's locket off of him. There was nothing this guy wouldn't stoop to. And like I said, this guy would kill you in a heartbeat. Look what he did. He killed a sheriff right in front of the people the day after he was elected. Beat the living hell out of Leonardo DiCaprio's character in this movie to the point where he was almost dead. <laughs> Probably wished he was from the pain he was going through. But this is a, I mean, listen, if you've got the time, this is a, I want to say it's a two-hour, 50-minute movie. Give me a second here. Uh, two hours and 47 minutes, so I'm pretty much correct there. Two hours and 47 minutes. This is a long movie. So if you've got the time to sit and watch an incredible movie, this is one to definitely sit and watch. Um, all Always loved this movie, but always thought Daniel Day-Lewis was so incredible in this movie. And, I mean, like I said, this guy is known for getting really deep into his roles, the whole method acting thing, which very few actors really do. Jim Carrey's known for doing that. Actually was known to be stuck in the role of the Andy Kaufman character for a good six to eight months after the movie was the rumors going around. But this character, just the way it was played, the... um, the evilness of what Bill the Butcher would do, how people were scared of him. They were terrified of him. They were afraid to be killed at any, at, at any minute, any moment, of, at any time. Yet they all wanted to still be around the man, which shows you what a evil villain he was. Yet people still wanted to flock around him, love him. And, you know, it, it was just the way it was. It was just, but it was really, really awesome uh, the way Daniel Day-Lewis played this character just so well, so deep, so so in-depth, but that is what Daniel Day-Lewis is known for, thank goodness. And um, uh, that's it. My number one is definitely the Bill the Butcher cutting from Gangs of New York. I think that is the absolute best movie character out there when it comes to movie villains this is the one that uh i think now obviously this is obviously i missed a lot of movie villains that i could have talked about but like i said i kind of wanted to i really just went through the my movies and said okay this one works this one works but when but these first top three i always have had in mind as my top three movie villains uh bill the butcher Snipes as uh, Simon Phoenix and Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. Those three have always been on my top three. But the other ones, like I said, you could pretty much call it, you know, go back and forth, interchange. I could do that. But my top three are my top three. And definitely those three are 
incredible characters, but I really feel that uh, no one played a character better than Daniel Day-Lewis played Bill the Butcher Cutting. So uh, there you go, folks. That is it right there. That is, uh, that is the movie villains. That is it. That's all we've got. And um, listen, I definitely appreciate everybody coming on in. I'm going to uh, go ahead and get this VCAM program. I know I've got the little watermark wherever it is. Yeah, where do I? Oh, where do I got to go there? I got the watermark right there on the screen. Um, I'm going to get that pulled off there by the end of the week. I'll go ahead and I think that it's like 15 bucks for a year. So <clears throat> I think you can pay 30 bucks for a lifetime. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. This is better than the Skype program. You should notice a difference. Uh, the camera shouldn't be locking up. And uh, once I get the uh, watermark off there. I'll be able to put some better backgrounds on and do this better. But um, anyway, listen, uh, I know I haven't been uh, really pushing this show on YouTube. I know I've taken a few weeks off of YouTube. Last week I went audio only for Beetlejuice. I apologize, folks. It is really, when you've got three kids and you drive over an hour to work every day, time gets away from you. <laughs> I'm not making excuses here, but my kids are busy. My wife is busy. I'm busy. And, you know, I, I sometimes I just don't have the fucking energy um, to get in here and do it. Um, but I do what I can. And um, I know I miss a couple weeks here and there. Please, I'm sorry. I don't mean to do it, but uh, sometimes it's got to be done just so I can get things done with my family. And, um, but listen, I appreciate everybody who's listening, who always still listens. I appreciate anyone that's going to watch this show on YouTube. If you enjoy the show, hit that thumbs up button. If you don't enjoy the show, hit the thumbs down button. If you got a way to make this show better, tell me I'm down to hear it. Um, but, uh, I really appreciate anyone who is listening, who does listen. And, um, that is it, folks. Like I said, I'll be back here next week. I'll be doing one thing or another. And um, catch me Wednesday night with uh, Smart over there on the Wrestling Outlet. Don't forget to check out everybody else. So uh, you can check out Smart tomorrow night. It'll be on Cheese on Sports. Check that out in the Metal Mix, uh, the Metal Mitt Podcast Network uh, over there on Mixler. So you can check that out right over there. And, uh, folks, that is it. Thank you once again. And on that note, I appreciate everybody coming on up and uh, see ya.